0: Five, four, three. This is the up trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Boy was trying to get some ice, you know what I'm saying? But we live yeah. now. We you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We live at five, channel three, channel two, channel nine. Y'all know what time it is. Yeah, the you don't have
1: to drink that shit a little lukewarm, bro. It's all good. Yeah, hey, this your boy <laughs> Consciously,
0: a.k.a. George Lee. But I really said it the wrong way. But you know, don't get the lead. <laughs> you know who I'm with.
2: It's like we gonna wait for somebody to come in and then we'll tell, you, tell them who you with. We yeah, right, right. Because we still talking. It's, it's, hey, it don't matter
0: though. So you know what I'm saying. The people that ain't seeing in the real time. They already know what time it is. And listen, yeah, man, yeah. man, it's oh, yeah, ten fifty-two. I've been yeah. up for a long time, and I'm tired,
2: man. That's real. You know
0: you know, so right now I'm trying to enjoy some of my grown people juice. You feel me? I got a little, so really, I got no time. Get some ice to everybody here yet. Yeah, go go, go go get you some
1: ice, ice. bro. Go get <laughs> you some ice. Don't <laughs> do it. As it fills up, somebody pop up in his house. <laughs> hey, man. Uh make sure you share it on Facebook too.
2: I don't have any friends on Facebook. I mean
1: just uh, I'm not tagging
2: it. Right. My man. Hey man, uh Superman. Uh Chiefs fan. He and Yeah, that's it. Like, or he at least in he Miami. My ball, all right. Oh,
1: Superman
2: Jesus is lit, man. Like, Superman, yeah. you know, what I'm
1: talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't see the Superman, yeah. Can't see the Superman. This is what it was. Uh, yeah, Cowboys didn't even make the playoffs. That's crazy, Andrew. She <laughs> was for hey, six years in the Road? You made playoffs last year? I don't think so. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all made the playoffs last year. Y'all lost to the. Uh, y'all lost, Actually, I think y'all won a playoff
2: game last year. Y'all lost to the
1: uh to the Rams.
2: Ali. Hey, yeah. Superman Jesus, bro. <laughs> what is that, dog? It's Superman <laughs> Jesus. Super he made all these games. He at the Super Bowl right now. He made it. Because he a real nigga. Yeah. Kansas City legend, baby.
1: You
0: know what I mean? Holy shit. Yeah, right. folks in the line. Let me, let me share it. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. Yeah,
1: go ahead
0: share it. Go ahead share it. So we can go ahead and get started. Go ahead and share it. Get started. I'm yeah. so watery
2: what up y'all we got some people pulling up what's good with you just getting the word out you keep it,
0: pop, it, pop it i keep it juicy juicy
2: is that that's what's in so
1: yo what is he on
0: back, what are you back, on back, back, back. hey i was talking about my grown people juice yo y'all say
1: what's up as y'all come
2: in yeah drop a comment or something
1: yeah you know I man it's all That's
2: about. Um, you see the you see the purple banner at the bottom, so you should you
1: know. No, we gotta have a purple banner at the bottom. You know what it is. You know what we're talking about. That's what a legend, man. A legend. We lost a legend. You feel me?
2: Period. And uh, we gotta talk real about it. Yeah. Couple different angles, so it ain't gonna be the same recycled conversations that have already been happening. You know, of course, we're gonna touch on some things. We're gonna share our feelings and our thoughts, but. We got a couple things to kind of add to the wand and chain a little bit. So, as soon as Lee come back, what do you We have some ice? I don't know. I'm here. I'm here. I just have to share it. Got you. Got
0: you. Got you. I just <laughs> have to share
2: the conversation because
0: we late. Who going to
1: bring it in? Hey, I'm with it. All right.
2: All right. So, we're going to get it cracking. Let's go. Let's okay. get it. Three, two, one. What's good, everybody? Y'all already know what it is. It's Thursday night. It's almost 8.30, but not quite. It's almost 10.30, but not quite. So that means be just time for the chop up. You know, we yeah. in between in the in-between the, in the in part, but we're definitely happy to have y'all in here online with us. We got six of y'all in the room. Hopefully y'all know it. Go ahead and come on in a little bit more. Um, y'all coming and going, just make sure y'all leave respect for Kobe Bean Bryant. And, uh, Kobe Bean. In the comments, that's what this show is all about tonight. So we're about to have a real good time. If y'all don't know me by now, my name is Toya G. I'm on this thing with a couple of my brothers. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourself. Who on here?
0: It's your boy, George Lee, a.k.a. Consciously. Don't forget to leave. Check me out at com.
1: And, of course, it's your boy, Damo, the political plug. We in here. R.I.P. to the GOAT. Definitely.
2: To the GOAT. Let's go. We out here. Shout out to Ikeem in the comments, first one to slide in and say what's good. Definitely missed seeing you around the way, bro. So hopefully everything is everything with you. Uh, let I mean I don't know which 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 one do y'all want to start it off? Like how are we kind of framing? Dominique, I think you got probably the best orientation for framing the Kobe situation since you are the super fan. You know, I always, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm the closet fan, so I'm gonna go ahead and take a back seat, throw it over to you, and let you bring bring the Kobe conversation on in.
1: Yeah, man, so um I I I mean I feel like you, you start these conversations with kind of giving a layout uh of you know of, of what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, okay. ain't, ain't nobody
0: been living on no rock, ain't no rock big enough right. to make it where yeah. you heard about what happened to the uh global phenom, Kobe to the B mama. So to I mama. think might as well just go on and jump in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so so, what you gonna call this shop and shit. Let's make it do what it do.
1: Yeah, man. You don't have to be so pushy about it, George, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, what uh, what what happened this past weekend? Devastating, devastating. Um, especially for uh someone like myself who admired Kobe to the fullest. Um, and we're gonna call this cause this cause this got a lot to do with the culture. So we're gonna call this the culture chop. You know what I mean? This is gonna be the culture chop because. Um, when we talk about our athletes, we've, we've had conversations, many conversations about the role, like celebrities, um, including athletes play in black culture, especially in terms of leadership, um, and, and just kind of like role models, figures that people could uh, attach themselves to positive figures that people could attach themselves to. And I feel like Kobe, uh, being a staple in basketball, being a basketball legend, Made him a legend amongst black people, like love him or hate him. Um, he worked to like to, to us as a people, he yeah. was literally like that.
2: Um, I laugh because, of course, I know I'm gonna I'm stay, I'm gonna play with the Twitter beat. And of course, I seen a tweet of some picture, ran a picture of Kobe, and some nigga was like, Hey, my grandma been having this picture of Kobe Bryant in her uh living room since 1990 something, and don't know nobody know why, <laughs> what it came from, and what it's supposed to represent. I don't even know if you know who Kobe is like that, but it's been a part of my family for that long. You know, it's pictures of Jesus and people from our rooms. Yeah. Yo. And somebody and they threw Kobe in that thing. I also, second thing, and I throw it back to you, this wasn't a, it wasn't a black man, but it was a white man who was like, I understand the power of this person. in a gravitational pull. He named his two sons Kobe and Bryant. His son's names are nice. Kobe and Bryant. And he did it as the ultimate Laker fan to troll other people, who had anything to say about it, like I <laughs> yeah. the earth from my from, from yeah. my So it was a, a of jokes, sparked a lot of good conversations. He was like, but now just knowing that I'ma always say the name of this powerful black man and kind of this influential person that is tugged on the heart of the world, like it just it changes my whole orientation toward what I name my kids, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: yeah.
2: talk about an impact, you know what I'm saying? But back to you, I'm just saying the, the I mean my
1: dog's my dog's birthday is uh 824. My dog's birthday hey. has been Kobe Day, so yeah, you know, hey. it, it, it is what it is. I mean, if you knew me, you know, what I mean, don't hide I, if, if you're having a conversation about the goat, it ain't, hey, it
0: ain't you my know, funny it, one is about Kobe because I've seen a whole bunch of tasteless ass uh jokes about Kobe Bryant. Y'all know I've been on TikTok, I'm in TikTok world, so I didn't a lot of kids try to make some, some jokes, try to get some a couple quick likes, a couple quick views, and it didn't go well, hmm. but. I did see one where it was like Kobe got into heaven looking for Will Chamber like running one on one right now. You know what I'm saying? For some reason <laughs> that shit just tickled me. And then I see another yeah. one where, where where it was like uh, I feel like it was like a meme. It was like angels being like, uh uh, I bet you I bet you can't nobody put a fifty on me right now at all. Kobe Kobe said, run it. Yeah, I seen I seen some of them too. I seen
1: some
2: of them too. And and uh, and it's, 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 <laughs> it was it was empowering to see the finally the break in the clouds, if you will, where people finally started to make t- tasteful, appropriate, like legit, funny jokes that wasn't problematic, but that added some levity to it. It was yeah. a nice turn of events to see that start popping up on timelines. I will say that.
1: And I mean, but even but but before we got to that point, before I mean, because after a few days passed, it's kind of easy to uh, have a conversation, uh, but. I think that what what really stands out is um, something that's been picked up on and been noticed a little bit in the media is the the collective mourning of black men.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, To where, I I mean, I I shed tears multiple times. Um, I gotta stay away from a lot of the media because if I read too much, you know, what I'm saying if I like, you know, hear some a a good writer, you know, going over his story and kind of talking about his impact. It, it becomes uh, it, it become difficult, but knowing yeah. that that was something that was common was was crazy. Like men, uh, especially here in L.A. Uh, yeah, like, I, I think I
0: think that I know I know for me being on like social media just period, this has been in my twenty nine years of living the most public, emotional. Uh, display emotional expression publicly, I've ever seen of like the most grownest, masculine, manly man, um hyper athletic. I'm too strong to show any emotions outside of maybe a smile or anger. Like I'm talking about, this has probably been like very, very captivating. You know what I'm saying? Like the silver lining almost of. Kobe Bryant's death, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of seeing how a lot of men, particularly black men have been able to be humanized by being able to see, everybody been able to see, like, nah, black men have feelings. Black men also hurt, you feel me? And just knowing how how Kobe impacted a lot of black men, you know what I'm saying, myself included, just seeing him what I'm saying, grow, growing up, saying growing up. So yeah, I was, like, I was team Shaq, you feel me? Yeah, yeah so, see, Shaq, and Shaq, that's why, I mean, Shaq, you do get, Shaq, you don't get to talk.
1: Is. You don't even get me. to talk, man. But talk, you know, right. But yeah. I. But this is. But this is the thing, though. This is. The, this is the thing. I, um. Let's deal with it. Let's deal with it like this. As someone, because I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. As someone who has publicly spoken out against, um, celebrity worship, and like creating these false sense of attachments, um, to to celebrities. Go ahead, go ahead and go ahead and break it to us. Break it to us. <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm struggling, uh, and I and I, I want to get I want to hear you thoughts on on this little on this uh, conundrum as I call it. Okay. Uh, conundrum. Yeah. Uh. So clever way to put it. You know? Sure. So here I am. There you right? are. Glorifying this public figure in tears over this public figure. You feel me? From the perspective of someone who feels that, you know, at, attaching real feelings to these, like, iconic figures that don't know you, <laughs> you, ain't putting nothing in your pocket, you feel me? But there's this attachment. Put att- in their pocket. Th- right. But there's this attachment. <clears throat> hmm I'm going to say this. I don't think that's hypocritical. The re and the reason why I don't think it's hypocritical is because what I'm atta as someone who is as critical as I am of those type of attachments, for me to develop that attachment meant it went above just like attempting to grasp on the popular
2: culture. Is that a le- is that a legitimate uh So you response? debated yourself basically? You told yourself that you were Wrong for feeling that way. And then you went ahead and told yourself that you were right for feeling that way. Am I lying
1: though?
2: Huh? Am I lying though? Are you lying about celebrity worship?
1: Nah, the response.
2: Am I wrong in my response what, to myself? Is what, he,
1: what is what is the response again? The way that I reconciled it is it's not hypocritical. Because if in order as someone like myself who is said so, he, is. He, he said you're lying to yourself, boss. No, I, well hold on, because I'm saying, because I'm saying as someone who is critical of those type of relationships, for me to develop that type of relationship, Kobe really had to have meant something.
2: I mean, I think I I think both can happen. It's a both yeah. and situation. I think kind of the slippery slope of when we get infatuated with people's lives and you know we gotta know everything about them and gotta be Overly invested in the drama, the good things, the bad things, whatever, everything, every turn up, it, we gotta be there for it. I think that's where it gets kind of weird and people don't so really themselves outside of whoever it is that they worshiping. But I think because look, know this
1: this, this, the like, this the level I'm on. This the level I'm on, is for Kobe. You know what I'm saying? You feel This <laughs> for the GOAT. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is where we at. I'm taking this, I'm taking this special time out, you know what I'm saying the toast one to the goat. You feel me? Cause that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's uh. where I'm at with it. But continue.
2: I don't remember what I was saying, but <laughs> um,
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Feel. yeah.
0: All right, so, now, so hold on, hold on. But, but, but so, so, so to keep the conversation going a little bit. So does this mean that you got to have a little benefit of the doubt for like the XXTENTACION fans and like the the, the 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 other like you know artists of like you know that's done problematic things and
1: like well, I mean, I think in terms of in, in terms of the morning, I, me personally, I always felt like I mean, do what you do, like have yeah, I mean, have it the way that you, I mean, if that's somebody that you feel is important or. Whatever. I mean, I've always felt like, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Like, we, I, I feel like we do it too much. And here I am also implicated in it. Uh, but I, I think there's always been a little bit of uh, uh, empathy there, though. You feel me? Because I think, I think, I think, because uh, this specific chapter is, is about mourning. So I want to I wanna make sure we keep the top of the conversation on that. Because I, I think that it's, it's the, the, the personal nature of mourning. And the, and the, like, internal struggle or, like, the internal pain that you deal with yeah, really ain't to be validated by nobody else, though. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so even even with my criticism of, of, of whomever, who the fuck am I? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's one thing that black men were, were, were comfortable with engaging in and just being like, nah, like, you can call them just a basketball player. You can yeah. call them somebody we ain't never met. You can call them just another athlete. You can call them just another professional. But to us, that nigga meant something. And we feel it, you know what I'm saying? And, we, and losing him, like, we, like it hurt. That's the, that's the only way to describe the pain. And I was talking to somebody about it, and I was just trying to, I was, I was having this kind of, I was really having that same internal conversation with them, just trying to figure it out. And, you know, when I was trying to get the words to explain what I was feeling, like the my coworker, she was just like, or my mentor at work, she was just like, Your like your hero died. Yeah, and- your hero died, your hero died.
0: And I think too, what you which you just your hero died, which means we should get into Nate, the homie Nate's comment. You feel me? Damo. He said, it's still hypocritical. Just because you have a special reason for that type of relationship doesn't mean that you have to uh, uh doesn't mean that you have it that you don't have it you're basically saying that they can't have it but you can because it's Kobe. it's obviously that you it's obviously you did you mean something to you however the same to them like i read that right i don't know
1: yeah i mean you read it right for the most part uh i mean that's fine (laughs) i feel like the point that i just made kind of highlighted that it really don't matter what i think about how somebody else mourns you feel me or why they mourn yeah. or why that morning is real to them whether or not or whether or not it's real like my criticism of other people and like you calling me hypocritical is both irrelevant in the context of shit niggas really feel this shit yeah. you know what i mean so you know that's i i mean how did how did how did it hit y'all because you know you know i'm the yeah i'm the Kobe fan but how did it hit y'all Man, I, uh,
0: I thought it was fake. I thought it was fake. Like to me, the the the, the sentence "Kobe is dead" don't even sound real. You feel me? So it's like I'm also like, nigga, it's not, I feel like when, my, uh, when the homie Jared, shout Ch- out Ch- Ch- Jared Kruger, when he hit me up and told me on Facetime, like, "Hey, bro, you hear the news? Uh, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe just died." Like to me, the sentence sounds phonetically crazy as hell.
1: Crazy, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I had to like hang up with him, like, bro, I'm, I'm doing so with my kid. I'm, 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 I will look it up. I will get back with you. You know what I'm saying? I ended up counting my like three hours later after it set in. Like, damn, Kobe really died. Along with these other people and his daughter. It's
2: crazy. It's crazy, crazy. I was in the gym or whatever. I was actually uh, meant to open up Instagram and snap. I mean Instagram and Twitter right next to each other in my, you know, my little app station or whatever. I went to open up IG or try one or two. That was what I intended to do to look up some workouts. Ended up on Twitter. I read the first what 5 6 tweets whatever they show you in that stream Kobe died in a helicopter. I'm like, "What?" And like I'm literally this the tweet is like 2 minutes old. So I'm like scrolling through like literally it's nothing before that. So I feel like I I caught the the beginning of it. Um and from there, it threw off my whole workout. My knees is weak. My body is weak and I'm sitting in Orange County in the gym just like I was in a corner so, I was curious about how many other people, if they started getting alerts to their phone, and how many people in the gym was figuring it out. But I was like, sometimes yeah, I, like, I ended up going down the rabbit hole, looking at stories and trying to piece it together because I'm just like, this is not true. And like, Lee, I thought it was fake for like two seconds till I started really being like, nah, too many people are saying this shit. And it's a lot of people that, as 10 minutes turn to 15, 15 to 20, then I might be trusting what they're saying. Yeah, it so,
0: yeah, starts spreading like wildfire, huh? Like,
2: quit. Yeah, yeah. It was on yeah, um, every
1: timeline on
0: every social media within. I feel like two hours.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like that because that like, when you think about basketball, um, hell, Bill Russell, you see him every finals. <laughs> you feel me? Like you, we like it's it's some legends that's gone. Like you know, like the Will Chamberlains is gone. But like for the most part, like the legends that we know of, like they really like when we talk about basketball players, mm-hmm. like.
0: They they around like well, Dr. J like Julius and, Irvin. I'm about to say like I mean, Julius Irving and Kareem, I do Jabal still out here. Yeah.
1: You
0: know what I'm yeah. saying?
2: I mean it, I think it's a prime example, and this is not to like undermine that, but we think when we think, you know, legacy and history, we like to 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 age it and date it, you know what I'm saying, and push it way out or whatever. And so a lot of major history, a lot of monuments. <laughs> are still alive and still with us. It just stings the worst that it was Kobe because he's the most immediately with us. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just kind of crazy to think just how close we are sometimes to, you know, like, it, it's, it's it's just weird. Like, it overwhelms you to know that it was him in the face of seeing all of these people that, that I ain't going to say should have been, but that you would more logically think. I think I heard uh, uh, Charles Barkley go down a little list of people he – you know, has been seeing, watching over time to time that he anticipated to go earlier. And it just, I'll never stop being shocked that it's Kobe. Wait, I'll
1: never wait, wait, oh, wait. <laughs> you said Charles Barkley had a list of people.
2: Not a list of people, a list of people that have been fixtures in the league since I probably misspoke, that have been fixtures in the league that he would assume to be you Know will have passed on, right? We will have been celebrating their legacies a lot sooner than Kobe Bryant, like people who are 60, 70, 80 years old in the league.
1: But no, I mean, I know that, I know, I, I, but I do think it's funny that Charles Barkley got a list. Oh, like, it's Charles, these niggas should be dead. On, you <laughs> you go gotta, be dead. gotta
0: expect Chuck to be Chuck, man.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. that's you funny. Expect Chick to be, you gotta expect Chick to be Chuck.
1: That's funny, that's funny though, like. I w- yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. Uh, but I mean, I, I think that the, you know, the, the phenomenon of like the, the collective mourning. I think I got some new insight on it. Uh, now actually having to be a part of it, you know, experience grants a lot of, a lot of knowledge, you feel me? So, you know, in terms of how, you know, how I can analyze that shit moving forward. Now, I mean, from y'all perspective, what was, I mean, what do what do y'all think was the most meaningful part of like th- that, like that collective action? You know what I'm saying? Something that we typically don't see often um, with black men on that level of emotion. I told you one of my favorites.
2: I think the most moving things uh, were I think that a lot of the videos and images I saw from outside of the Staples Center, um, the kind of resistant attitude of we don't give a shit about the Grammys. We just finna go out there and love on like each other, like just as Lakers fans as a whole, we need to see each other. We need to be in proximity to each other. Like it just felt like people needed to be out there together. And it was a lot of, you know, guys out there just doing their thing. And then what Nate just talked about in the comments is the second thing that I think is the best thing to come out of that is this secondary level of feelings and emotions through you know being black fathers, but mostly being girl dads, you know what I'm saying, like that whole move and whole wave of you know celebrating, um, you know being the the black father of a black daughter, you know what I'm saying, but and also in other broader sense because we know Kobe, you know, transcends a whole bunch of different groups just being a, a father of a of a girl, um, yeah. and making that special. That's been great for with my eye gate and my ear gate to see people see you know and talk about. It's it's been it's proof. You know what I'm saying? The legendary. You know what I'm saying? Like, any the, the fathers have a daughter is not a new concept, but he made he he made that shit something. And how yeah. he talked about his girls and how he talked about yeah. the league was like, you ain't mad, you ain't got a son. No. Girl's
1: Girl, dad.
2: Give me five more, that's what he Girl, said.
1: Girl's you know, like, dad. Yeah, that's respect. I mean, and him also pushing uh, more for uh, women in the NBA. Cause he was like, I mean, shit. Like, I, like, what what kind of world do I want my daughters in? Like, what kind of what kind of athlete athletic world do I want my daughter to participate in? And you know, what I'm saying I want her to be able to compete on the highest level, without the constraints of her being a woman. And uh, it's you know, it's it's crazy that he that's the journey that he was starting on when uh, when this happened. So one thing that I'm hoping is that's something that that, that people pick up on because I feel like uh, especially in terms of the WNBA, it was a lot of backlash about the uh women athletes speaking out um about so, like yeah. the pay gap and cuz a lot of uh, a lot of them looked at like actually a lot of pundits actually look at the WNBA as charity in terms of the the uh, the amount of money it brings in mm-hmm. um the its viewership that type of shit so you know to see him to become a part of that movement um uh, like being a, a, a advocate for that new CDA to where they are making more money, you know what I'm saying. I think that was uh, I thought shit was impactful, and is, is is to to see the trajectory that it had to a uh, possibility to go. I just hope that this kind of propels it forward as opposed to shit losing momentum.
2: Never
0: mind. Man, I feel See, I think I think that for me, man, this 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 uh, Kobe tragedy has been very weird for me because I've had to kind of sit with how much he has had impact. I've, I've had to recognize and realize how much impact he's has he has had on me though i have been a kobe hater when he was alive just being you know what i'm saying i'm being real to myself and it's being real you feel me so I'm, shit
2: I'm, you ain't saying nothing but a word bro
0: yeah I, I, to me i feel like that's to me i just feel like this is this is what's just one thing that's been I mean, wrapping my mind around like damn you know what i'm saying my nigga ran shack out of, up out of l.a Man, you know, like, listen,
1: nah, I don't go there. I ain't gonna go there. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm listen, told niggas that I'm not like but this. You know what but what this is like, how, I'm hold on, not hold on, this is how I segue into it. Though. This is how I segue into it, though. Today, I made a post on TikTok about the uniqueness in black men mourning and what Kobe Bryant has showed a lot of people. And I actually shared this, arc, uh, this article. I think by this black woman by the name of Blue. Talisma, I think it's her name, Blue Talisma, you know what I'm saying? I look on my uh, Facebook page but I shared an article and I actually made an article, I actually made a, a video about the article and people were so pissed off at me that they they felt that I was only making it about, I guess race and that I was only able to see how Kobe's death impacted black people and it was like actually the the, the entire article was about how the death of Kobe Bryant has made, made it, made her forced her as a non-black, a non-black man realize that black men also have feelings and emotions. And it's just that we don't have the freedom to be able to display them as freely as everybody else does because of how rigid masculinity, you know what I'm saying? Kind of places us in the confines of being able to be a mentally man and be able to be strong and be able to be uh, resilient. You know what I'm saying? So, like, t- to segue what I'm about to get into, I find it funny, you feel me, that black black men, particularly, especially in death, have to always be held to a particular time in their life that's real ugly. And I think there's no smooth way for me to have this conversation without just jumping right into it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before I get into it, get into it. Is there anything y'all would like to say?
2: Um, acknowledge some of the comments off to the side. I think I guess before you transition completely out of it, Hakeem, I how I brought up a good point that I think we yeah. should mention is just that, read that the the feelings and sentiments about you know everything that happened is just like I brought it brought up internal conflict and anxiety on the possibility of my own demise. Like if Kobe can go, we can all go. Lol. I know it sounds silly, but it really hit me like that. Did it for y'all? Oh
0: yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It definitely hit me like that. Like Fiata don't know. I had a nephew that got killed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, last week, or I guess two weeks ago, about, I guess about two weeks ago now, um, and 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 literally the day the, the day me coming back from Amarillo, Texas, back to Oklahoma from his funeral was the day that Kobe Bryant died. So it just made me realize in that moment, it's like shit. Really, it don't even matter where, where you at, where you is. It's a thousand, It's a it's a million ways you can die. If Kobe can if Kobe can lead this mug the way he did unexpectedly, I'm, I'm sure he had plans for he had plans where he was going. He had plans for the night that night. He had plans for the next morning. You feel me? You gotta just cherish what you got, and death don't discriminate on nobody' pockets, whether you rich or poor.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of it. It's one of them things where I ain't really I don't because I don't really play with I don't play with death like that. Like I experience a lot of morning type shit like that when i was a, a kid so it, you know that I, I i know how precarious life is um it was it it, it reminded me of the finality of death though because i ain't really lost somebody close to me in a while um and and when i say close to me it's like somebody that you know you got you think about it from like damn i gotta live in a world without this person now I mean, it ain't no like, oh, I don't see them again. Yeah, it's like the the where I exist, like tomorrow, like and it was it was crazy when I was thinking about it. Is that like I said, I've I've dealt with mourning a lot at a much younger age, and what I realized is that the day you find out that you lost somebody close to you like that, it's it hurt. It's fucked up, but it's the next day that hits you the hardest. Because like that's day one of like the rest of your life without them there. Yeah, that's crazy.
2: You know
1: what I'm saying? That's like that's the that's the you know what I'm saying? You 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 dealing with it from from that perspective, and so um, it it kind of it reminded me of the finality of of, of the whole shit. Like yeah, like once you go, you go, and so uh, it it was it was a it was eye opening to say the least.
2: Certainly. Uh, Terrell says in the comments before we transition, I appreciate that realness on having been a Kobe hater, George. I respect the Mamba mentality, even as I hate the phenomenon of the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Los Angeles Kobe and friends and its effect on the league. Uh, Man, 1,000%. Like I think the biggest thing about being a Kobe hater um, that a lot of this has taught me is that I really am a fan of the game. And that's because if I was really a, a Kobe hater, and that's what it showed me too. It's shit, real. It's I always try to tell and explain to that to people. Like I don't like that nigga, and I don't like the team he play for. But I understand he's a great basketball player. Like I get the legacy, I get all of that. I've, I've, been, all,
0: I've, I've always all been there too.
2: I want to bust his ass, with the thing, and that's what it, I think it exposed for me. You know, amongst the finality of life, amongst you know, just kind of really cherishing people around us and looking at those relationships differently, and all of that. It really made me sit back and be like, my favorite, one of my favorite players might be Kobe Bryant because he was somebody you love I love to hate. You know what I'm saying? Like I just but I, I, loved I it. love him he, he, he made my team, <laughs> grind. he made my team grind. Like he made he made my team be my favorite team by proving to me that they can overcome and surpass. I, love,
0: me. I used to but love rooting as Kobe. It's right?
2: like a psychologically like we're a relationship
0: yeah. that
2: I have to my infatuation with Kobe, and that, I think that's why it hurt me and hurt my feelings because it was like my my villain died. Like, where is my story now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who who can I who my my? And
0: that's what I, and that's what I mean. He had to, to realize about his legacy about, it, and about man. about his impact. It's you like whether lie. you hated him or you loved him, you had to you had to appreciate him.
2: And that's why one of my favorite things I've seen from this in terms of niggas and their emotionality mm-hmm. is. I you you don't see too many more emotional black men than you do arguing over who's uh who's who's next after Michael Lebron or Kobe right? I so many posts like that debate is so dead. You better not, never bring it up around yeah. me. I'll hear you and it's, I. Ain't it's it's like Pac
1: and Biggie. You yeah. yes, man, like, yeah. Pac and Biggie and not You you can't have Pac and yeah. Biggie yeah. in your top five. It's yeah. not
2: a conversation. <laughs> it's like
1: it's a no longer podcast.
2: yeah worthless. The last tweet that man sent out was sending out praise to Lebron James. Like you ain't recognize game. We need to do the same thing and move on from that particular debate. And that's an agreement I think niggas have made across. Yeah, them.
0: especially the fact that he died 15 hours after LeBron broke his record and he was at the game and they was hugging and, you know what I'm saying, like.
1: And it was full circle because this was, um, uh, at like, I think it was around the same time, but it was definitely in Philly. Kobe was playing for the Lakers when LeBron was in high school, gave him a pair of shoes that was too small.
2: Fourteen when he was a fifteen.
1: Exactly, LeBron. Le, LeBron still wore them hoes. You feel me? And so it's you know it's it, full circle. It, shit is crazy. I'm gonna say this, and then we can move it on to Jewish uh, topic to, that's gonna and that's an infuriating topic, especially given the uh, the context. But um, the one thing that I, I thought that that was most interesting about Kobe Bryant is that, and this is what Allen Iverson pointed out in these debates. Allen Iverson always thought it was crazy. He was like, "How y'all having this conversation of who's the greatest, LeBron or Michael, and leaving out Kobe Bryant? Like, did y'all not see what he did?" Mm-hmm. You feel know I mean? And Colin Calher, was a Fox Sports uh, uh, he has a radio show, and TV show on Fox Sports One. Uh, he pointed out that it was analytics. You feel know I me? Mean? Analytics pretty much. I shitted on Kobe's legacy because it was, it was all about like numbers. Mm-hmm. And Kobe took a lot of shots. You know what, I mean? <laughs> Kobe <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ball, home, Kobe, uh, Kobe Kobe took a lot of shots. So, you know, it was, it was one of those things where you know, it, it's the eye test to see, to to know Kobe's greatness. You have to watch him play. You feel know I me? Mean? And, um, you know, that his playing days was over and that was, that was already gone. But, you know, to, hot to have him be gone totally yes it is it's crazy so you know r.i.p but um let's 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 keep it pushing go ahead and get into it george
0: hey man you know what we don't call this the black man Chop because i think that this conversation has a lot of uniqueness to kobe Bryant being a black man though i don't think that it is a unfair conversation or unfair you know thing to bring up because i feel like we have to be real with who people were whether they are living or whether they're uh, dead though so i will recognize that the only reason why people are bringing up kobe bryant's past relationship with his rape case is because he is dead what y'all think <laughs> <laughs>
2: Say that shit again. Tldr, the only reason we talking about Kobe being accused of rape is because he passed away, which demonstrates the in some ways because it's not a completely irrelevant, like it's not out of the realm of proximity of relevance, but it proves the opportunistic nature and the vilifying nature of people. parasitic nature of people in relationship to mourning, death, dying, and all those things.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Toya said it beautifully and eloquently, but I'm going to say it like a nigga for real. It's some ass shit because it, it pits, because what it ends up doing is it pits people who are mourning Kobe against victims of sexual assault in a way that's not being created by either one of those. It's being created by Like kind of people that's that that's that's stoking it. You feel me? Like party individuals, right? Like it's like some like it's being manufactured. You feel me? Like there
0: was one, but there was one reporter that I think that a a black journalist got on her ass a little bit because she was a victim of sexual assault in the past. But she got on her ass about some journalism shit. No,
1: and and it's it's difficult because you know, as, as one of those mourners, it's this, it's you come off as you're trying to dismiss the conversation about, uh, about the sexual assault. But I think, and, and this is what George, I'm pretty sure you are got to point out is that it's a lot more nuanced than how that whole shit went down. Anyway, that deserves much more of a conversation than, Oh, why are you mourning someone who, you know, raped someone? You feel me? So yeah.
2: I just I think what sucks is that we don't get to have, I think, as people, a streamlined orientation towards something. There is no streamlined politics. It's always going to be some outliers. It's going to be some, well, you didn't do it this time, but you did it that time. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the the wonderful and illustrious and highly celebrated Martin Luther King. When we talk about that him, it's about the dream and not about the fidelity. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people pick and choose.
1: How, Matt, King.
2: They don't talk about Mac Daddy King. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how they want the narrative to spin. I think it really sucks that, of course, dominant narratives are created by white people, white women and white men, white people in power most of the time in terms of how people's legacies get recognized and realized. You ain't going to leave that. It's, it's the same way when Trayvon Martin got killed and we had to look at. You know what I'm saying? and I mean, it's demonstrative, yeah, of the criminal of, of how we've seen black people be killed and then we only get the bad version of them or a pic- picture of them with a beer in their hand or a picture of them turned up in some back clothes,
0: like.
2: What you getting into right
1: now is why the reason why we calling this the black man chop and why
0: I think... A little bit know. louder? Yeah. Hey, yeah, you're on your mic, bro. I say, and uh, uh, this is one of the reasons why though we calling this the black man chop because this has a lot of relevance to how black men are always held to the to meet the factitious state of being hypersexual beings. You know what I'm I, saying?
1: No, nah, so, and that's where the, and that's where that nuance lies. I think this is this is and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the problem with white liberalism. You feel me? Like they they come from this approach of you know, this this universal high horse. You know what I mean? Like, let me, this, let me, this let universal me. morals, you feel me?
0: Before, before we get into that, I think that it's worthwhile kind of getting into some of, very, very briefly, some of the details in terms of what happened with Kobe Bryant in 2003 in Colorado. And I just want to say that before I get into his specific apology statement, I think that First disclaimer, he is recognizing that in some way, shape, from a fashion, that he actually did, you know, uh, unconsensually have sexual, you know what I'm saying, relationship with this woman, which means that he raped her in some way, shape, from a fashion. You feel me? But I think that though he is apologizing and admitting to rape, I think that he was a bit before his time. And this is not me trying to romanticize a rape apology. But I think that given the current climate of the Me Too movement, And given how many men have kind of been exposed for having a history with sexual assault, they ain't gave no response like Kobe Bryant did. But I'm about to read to you Kobe Bryant's response in 2003, and we'll go from there. He said, first, I want to apologize directly to the young woman involved in this incident. I want to apologize to her for my behavior that night and for the consequences she has suffered in the past year. Although this year has been incredibly difficult for me personally, I can only imagine the pain that she has had to endure. I also want to apologize to her parents and family members and to my, and to my family and friends and supporters and the citizens of Eagle, Eagle, Colorado. I also want to make it clear that I do not question the motives of this woman. No money has been made to this woman. I mean, no money No money has been paid to this woman. She has agreed that this statement would not be used against me in the civil case. Although I truly believe this encounter between us was consensual, I recognize now that she did not and, that, and does not view this incident in the same way I did. After months of review and discovery, listening to her attorney, and after her testimony in person, I now understand how she feels that she did not consent to this encounter. I issued this statement today fully aware that while one part of this case ends today, another remains. And I understand that the civil case against me will go forward. That part of this case will be decided by and between parties directly involved by this incident and will no longer be a financial or emotional drain on the citizens of the state of Colorado. When I think that his statement is 2003, 17 years ago but I think so profound that I haven't heard anybody that has kind of been exposed by the Me Too movement or been exposed to dealing with sexual assault, being a perpetuator or a victimizer. I don't think it's become as that transparent and that genuine, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about Nate Parker's like fifth response that he made to his rape allegations. Yeah, I
1: mean, but after you know, he denied it and pushed it off and then, Victim blamed. You can't. You you don't get credit for the, the fifth time. You you had to, You you was out of lives. You, you was already game over after the third. <laughs> but what you think, you?
2: Um, I think that that statement, especially how it just opposes the particularities and the context of the incident itself. Um, I won't like I can't say like it's good enough for me because like what does that mean but I think it it forces me to ask questions about notions of justice it forces me to ask questions about what you know I'll use a church word for you repentance kind of what that looks like not only an apology or an admittance that you're doing wrong but turning another way right and so yeah. a lot of stuff that backed up that statement and came after that statement from Kobe Bryant Bryant was priceless you know what I'm saying? It was literally beautiful. It was 17
0: beautiful.
2: years ago. And to expect from somebody who you felt like has done something as egregious is vi- violating somebody in a way that caused them pain and hurt. So my opinion on it is like who am I to say that that's good enough or that it's cool or that it, it passes or cuts some type of muscle? But I will say, I think what George said is meaningful. for some A statement to come out 17 years ago that admits wrongdoing, that admits that perspectives, you know what I'm saying, like yours is there but hers is more important, that Apologizes to every single person that was possibly what and like impacted by this. Like, that shit counts for people who's just still like, I didn't do it, who's still fucking presidents, who's still like, let's talk real. Yeah,
1: like, let's be real.
2: <laughs> it, I don't know. It just kind of hit it when you look at the full scope of it a little different for me.
0: Man, t- Terrell yeah, Taylor yeah. says the posthumous attempt to cancel Kobe, very telling about canceling as the strategy. I don't
1: think it's, I don't think it's, uh- I disagree. You know, I am. I'm definitely pro-cancel. <laughs> I'm definitely pro-cancel. But um, what I will say, though, is that I think there is um, something to be I think it's something to be said about. First off, let's move away from apologies are being used to absolve guilt or to make things go away. That's not at all what the apology is used for. So. I don't think when when the when the conversation of the apology is brought up and the response is, you know, well, is is, is that really not nah, nothing's enough? It's nothing that you know anybody could do or say that could take back a traumatic experience like that. You feel know I me? Mean? And so uh, the framing that we understand this apology specific specifically, but you know the way that these apologies are had are, are, are like again like Toya you said with redemption stories. I think it needs to be put in the context of of the what what the uh, what the apology meant moving forward. Right? Like this is how we reflect, this is how we understand an individual you
2: know what,
1: a, what, a individual's character.
2: I'm waiting to well, I'm waiting to, to hear somebody's appraisal or an attempt to hear about, I think her name was Amber. Uh what what but uh, the, what the how the young lady felt about the apology, like we don't—that's not even a part of it. We are passing and rendering judgment about apology that wasn't even necessarily for us, right? right. You, you feel like if, they, if he ain't sorry, then we ain't done with his ass. Yet. She, she did approve of.
1: She, she did approve of. She did approve of her. Her and her uh, lawyer approved the, uh, of the apology. Yeah, they, yeah, they approved the apology, apology but we, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah. well,
1: we know, and, and they allowed it, him to make that statement it, without that statement being used against him.
0: Yeah. In the civil trial, yeah. And what so, we know from this statement is that none of them could ever speak on it ever again after that statement.
2: And so does none of that matter, like you know, especially when because there's space for he said she has not been coerced for her to be like, Yes, I have there's space for them to not accept it. She decided not to testify, which says two things to me, and I'm not, you know, taking out the credibility or undermining the credibility of her statements or anything, but let's be honest. She had the option of testifying in the court of law, and one of the reasons that he wasn't convicted of anything is that she decided not to testify. That tells me one of two things: either A, you were satisfied with the external arrangements that were made, and you felt like that met the threshold for what you felt was right to correct some of this, or B, the statement that you had you didn't feel like was going to demonstrate the case that you were trying to make by which you submitted it, because it is shades of gray in it that you have to admit exists in this particular instance. So. Yeah. Even if if either of those things are true, I'm just not so sure why the public, the the you know, the court of public opinion pe- feels as though posthumously, right, after his death, we get to go ahead and put this back on trial again. Like that's the sick and twisted stuff that I think um at the Shatara was kind of getting at in her comment a little bit earlier when she was like uh let me see at the end of the day trying to run down someone's image especially when they've already passed is out of line period it's inexcusable have some respect and decency for the family and for people who love them you got to be a sick sick person to only remember someone for their wrongdoings and not their success and impact on the world especially when they've been tried in the court of law which I, i will grant you is imperfect and lets a lot of guilty motherfuckers go and a lot of innocent people locked up but you can't have it both ways So so You can't say people should be held accountable. And then when the metrics of accountability don't necessarily come through how you wanted them to, everything is invalid. That's when shit get wild. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, you undermining your own goals and ambition of your movements. If can't nobody ever redeem themselves, change themselves, get better, rehabilitate, and put patches back into the fractures, that is rape culture. Like, what are we talking about then? And and,
0: and and after and not to and have to start one of my petty debates with Damo, but that's one of the reasons why I don't like cancel culture. Cause I feel like it's at the end of the day. Get
1: like I get and, like you know what I'm saying?
0: It's mean. the reason why, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to hold people accountable. And I think that Kobe Bryant, to me showed us the reason why we have to be able to always hold people accountable and responsible for their actions and make it where moving forward they don't kind of go back to the shit because you can't apologize to some shit you're gonna keep on doing anyway. To me, that's why cancer culture is bad. All
1: right. So Akeem said, my issue with Me Too and Just Society in general is that we do not have the language to discuss people like Kobe. Can we define a life by their worst moment? And if so, do we do this equally across the board for anyone? Is it, isn't it the best form of an apology actually living a life of merit and not inflicting such pain on anyone else ever again? Also, now the victim is being publicized when she's always wanted to be anonymous so in actuality i think more harm is being done i, I agree with that uh i agree with that yeah
0: yeah, yeah me about to say yeah that's, that was very well put together hakeem
2: it's kind of like man it's crazy it's it's a, the perfect example of this is every time freaking Bill Cosby I'm mean Bill Cosby Bill Clinton or so, or Hillary. Gets brought up a, <laughs>
1: Ooh, that's the wrong thing to talk
2: about. <laughs> but every time Bill Clinton or Hillary gets brought up in a like random shit, people tag Monica Lewinsky, and she actually tweeted like, "Can y'all leave me out of this one? I literally have nothing to do with this shit." Like this particular story, this meal, it's just like these people breathe, and just because something has happened to me in my past, and all of a sudden I'm evoking all of that shit, and it's just like, let me live, damn. All right, so, Toya, you, you're
1: gonna have to be the judge of this one again. Uh, in terms of this, this I have to respond to George's uh, cancel culture comments, and he got he got him a, a, a little squad agreeing with him in the in the in the comments. But this is why we need cancel culture because some niggas need to be canceled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Bill uh, Like that nigga needed to be canceled. R. Kelly, that nigga needed to be canceled. You feel me? Now, is cancel culture perfect? Of course not. It's just like policing, right? Policing ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a necessary evil. Sometimes, I <laughs> our back on motherfuckers. And <laughs> be like, we not fucking, we not going in that direction. You know what I'm saying? Like, when niggas do certain shit, when like, especially the type of shit that them niggas is doing, especially when we start talking about, you know, like sexual violence and violence against women and children and that type of shit. Niggas like that deserve to be canceled, okay? We can have conversations about niggas like Cody. He didn't display. They, they, they got to be of, held like, accountable. <laughs> you said what?
0: I said, to me, they deserve to be held accountable. How they, do you do that? She is. If
1: we're going to keep you, if we're going to still accept you, then what is, what's, what's what's the worst that could happen? Like, look at Takashi 6 9 that nigga I don't I don't, that think, nigga. I don't think I think that I think that I think
0: that, that I think that it's gonna be certain people that automatically not give a damn about what you do because they want to accept you. So I think that if people are gonna accept the people anyway, you might as well figure out a way to hold them accountable.
1: Now I don't I don't look at but see that's the thing, how these are grown people, you know we're not gonna tell them to go stand in the timeout.
0: Bill Cosby going to jail. <laughs> you feel me like Bill be a in jail i think that's a good way <laughs> oh, to now now now, 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 yeah, now, now. these comments though
1: we'll Yeah,
2: i'm i, mean, I, I, I seeing
1: uh i, I mean i'm seeing like uh terrell taylor said not a fan but he feels me uh Kobe asked the question uh do y'all think that people that were canceled are worthy of redemption i think so i think i don't think canceling is permanent Oh, um, uh, well, yeah. was shit. Hey, well,
0: listen, if you don't think canceling is, is permanent, we say the same thing again. I don't even right.
1: got an no argument. I know you're not. Yeah, you're not yeah I, don't think, I don't think canceling is permanent. I, I mean, think like, it can, can mean, be permanently canceled. Though. <laughs> 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 wow. What you think, think Tony?
2: I mean, I don't know. I think for me, a lot of the words that we're using, um, we can't really apply to this shit because they're so ambiguous they're arbitrary different things mean different different words mean different things to different people so when you say redemption like what is what is redemption what does it mean for us to redeem somebody what does it mean for what does it mean for us to cancel somebody like what do any of these words mean besides like some kind of pop culture buzzwords that we use to kind of express our disdain for somebody like even if we cancel somebody, the biggest example of this shit is with R. Kelly with Chris Brown, pick somebody, is that they're not canceled to everybody, so they're not really canceled. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and, why, and that's, that's the
0: people reason people why I think people cancel people culture is ineffective.
2: Is that it's just it's just you being mad. Because just because you cancel somebody don't mean shit. Like it's it's cool. And what is redemption? Just because somebody has redeemed themselves to you, they're not gonna be redeemed to somebody else. So we go around and round and around saying and using words that don't mean shit just because we mad, because we feel away. And it's no, just
1: Okay. Words word, <laughs> yeah. word, 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 word Do mean shit though? Because I do feel like I. We. I think. I think it's, it's shit that we decide. It's, it's shit that we decide as as a people. You know what I'm saying? Like it, there, there's certain. What
2: have we decided that like which people? What people? What have we decided as people?
1: Black people. What? Can't say black
0: people too. Now, life. Life.
2: Did you hear that?
0: You' Getting the whole
2: champagne glass dead. myself back to my bank. <laughs> no, amen. You all right, Dominique? Don't hurt yourself.
1: Yeah, man.
2: This is, you all know. right, so ask a good question, which I think we can apply to you know Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly. Now, Kobe, if we really don't go that angle, not to group and scoop everybody so neatly together like that. But Terrell says, what do you do with the cultural legacy of someone who was canceled? If Kobe was to be canceled without Intel burning his jerseys, can we never watch an episode of the Cosby show? Do we not listen to any? We shouldn't listen to Chris X. But besides okay. that, what, else? <laughs> you know, what does it mean? What does it look like to cancel people? Like, what is the beginning and ending of this reality?
1: Yo, so I think that I think that uh, I'm, my my understanding of canceling is a lot is a lot more. Uh, it's not as risky. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as risky. <laughs> That's why you don't pay attention to Chris because <laughs> uh, he said uh, black? No. And so I think that for example, like I can, Kanye is canceled to me. Like I think we, I think we need to cancel him as a uh, as a people before they can start a cult.
2: College out late registration oh, and do they go away like what do, what do we do old with
1: Kanye ain't canceled though <laughs> yeah okay all, but hold on but see this is but here we this is where it flips though all of R. Kelly is canceled <laughs> like so but old R. Kelly
2: I mean, when I say it's arbitrary like why do you get to make those rules and what are the terms and conditions of that okay logic
1: I mean
0: and, and this is these are and, and, and too, I guess that most make me realize I guess I am a look because even though I don't believe in cancel culture I don't listen to no R. Kelly, Ain't no R. Kelly on my phone. If R. Kelly cut on, come on, I'm either gonna leave that place or I'm gonna look at everybody like, yeah, I still listen to R. Kelly. Yeah,
1: that's that's cancer culture, bro. That's definitely cancer culture. <laughs> and, and 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 look, because this is the thing, it's, it's the reason why the reason why we can't do no shit like that for R. Kelly is because all his music was about sex, and, and like so, given the circumstances he in. You can't, you can't put them together.
2: Like oh, <laughs> Save me, he says. Step, step. step, uh, step. He yeah,
1: said, you feel you needed to be fly. saved for more than that, my nigga. You was yeah, all, all of that is. I believe I, I can fly.
2: Of the catalog.
1: I believe and I, I can
2: fly. I graduated from kindergarten, fifth grade, and eighth grade, so I believe I can fly. So when I just <laughs> my whole academic experience has been shaped by by Robert,
1: and yeah. so.
2: I'm not but, a
1: fan man, but But you know, uh and I'll pass it to George so he can wrap it up so we can uh you know what I'm saying, we can get to uh Toyota shop. Um but but it's 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 relative. You feel me? Like the it, it cancel culture is only the uh, not beneficial when it's when it's not dogmatic. You feel me? And when when we can have a conversation mm-hmm. about why things are cancelled and what's getting cancelled and you know I mean, who we as a, as a culture can, can accept. Now, everybody ain't going to accept everybody. But we can have conversations about it, and it can kind of create a common consensus. Because there's some niggas we don't fuck with. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> man. So, hey, listen, man. In closing in, in closing the black man shop in the most smoothest way of child not child coming child off child as child. a hotel Negro. I do think there is a lot to be said about how easy it is for the hypersexual narrative of black men being sexual deviant motherfuckers, whether we in life or in death, how we always or how easy it is for that to be projected onto our bodies or or projected onto our life legacies. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not advocating for black men that rape or black men that do sexual messed up shit as being victims because they are not the victims, they are the victimizers. You know what I'm saying? But I do think, in addition to that comment, that there is still something to be said, how easy it is to put sexual deviance onto black men's bodies, into black men's legacies. Definitely,
2: definitely. That's Uh, all I'll say. This is something I I was going to let Akeem's statement slide, but uh, it's something real that I want to think about in terms of, uh, cancel culture is the same thing I think about when we talk about people like uh, Lizzo and uh, kind of her relationship to blackness and not realizing at the Grammys that all of her people in her orchestra was fat black women, most of them at least, not to mention all of her dancers and stuff like that. And those things are important to recognize and acknowledge. Oh, that's that's like, important. We, can cancel. we don't mess with this person, that person, whatever. Akeem says, and nobody understand- understands the impact of canceling. For example, Papa John's is canceled but they do have black employees. And if we for black people, that inadvertently puts them in a position to be unemployed. To be honest, we can never cancel someone without inadvertently impacting innocent black people. And I'm not for it. So hard. That's deep. In, but it's, it's the connection. And it's, a, it's a, a grapevine that we don't ever think about the connecting pieces to like cancellation at its at its furthest has real impacts. Think about Chrisette Michelle. All she did was sing at a damn inauguration. And she ain't had a hit since then that woman can sing her ass off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. is amazing. But
1: for, no for singing,
2: man, no really probably in her mind, and I kept thinking about this with Chris and Michelle, she probably got that invitation. And part of her was like, and this is before we knew just how just really, really, really how much worse Donald Trump is and was and everything. He was bad, but damn, yeah, it's still like I met a crossroads as an artist. Like he doesn't want to sing at a presidential inauguration, like I did. I didn't get the Obama invite, but damn, you know what I'm saying. Just in terms of what this is and what it represents, I know she was at a crossroads and she got you know burnt at that motherfucker. But I feel I feel the constraint. Uh, transition into the last component of this Kobe conversation. Um, has a lot to do with not just the emotionality of black men in particular, but kind of the emotionality that we ourselves as a consuming public of just images and media and stories and information, how we deal with it. Uh, so I'm gonna call this, uh, probably the social chop. I think it's the social chop that speaks to kind of us as a society and how we gravitate toward issues, specifically trauma, right? So, the phrase that I want to present to y'all today that I'm gonna use to kind of mobilize this conversation is trauma porn, right? Mm. Uh, Trauma porn, and I feel like we talked about it probably briefly and in the context of other things, but it is kind of the insatiable appetite for, I won't even say the insatiable appetite yet. Trauma porn itself is just being surrounded and engulfed by just like images of suffering and pain and death and trauma. Right. And so it's almost like just like you would think pornography. I don't know. And I won't get into a long conversation about porn, but if you've ever watched an episode of two, right? You watch the video. And I don't know anything about these things, These do things I've heard on the streets. But from what I understand, <laughs> before you realize it's too good, you've taken in a whole lot more than you ever bargained for. And so similarly, when I think about the shit that popped off with Kobe, you know. The and this is where I get to the insatiable appetite for it. It was hard to look away, like a lot of people I seen was like, I can't look at this no more. I'm off social media for today, and I couldn't post, I really couldn't say a whole lot. But I'd be damned if I wasn't just like taking in a lot of that stuff, and it was messing with me. It was such a re, re, like wild relationship or position to be in with it because it was hurting me, but it was like feeding something in me. But it was paining me to look at it, and all the new details I got, and the, you know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy, but I also I just couldn't look away. You know what I'm saying? And so, just tell me y'all's kind of connection with trauma porn in the context of Kobe and Gianna and the other people who were on this aircraft and the tragedy that happened here, or just like in general, like what's what's your take on it? Yeah, um,
1: yeah. For me, it was it really. I, I feel what you're saying because. Cause when I first found out, I wasn't trying to. I I really wasn't trying to fuck with it at all. Um, and I really stayed off social media. Uh, but I fucked around, ended up going to a Grammy party, okay. and it was funny. It was supposed to be shout out to the home, my homegirl It was supposed to be a, a anti Grammy party,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it went into a Grammy party. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it was, uh, but it was a good party though. Uh, but I'm not really a Grammys person, so like I kind of was like like kind of like off in the cuts thinking about the whole shit. And I just kind of hopped on social media just to kind of see what was being said. And I I got caught up in it. And that's when I actually first like shared my first tears and I when I kind of just saw pose after pose because I wanted to I wanted to see like, and I think I guess this like this was me kind of engaging in a trauma point. Uh, I wanted to see what was being said. What were people saying? Um You know, what were people posting? How were people reminiscing? Uh, and I just kind of, you know, went down that rabbit hole and it got me a little emotional. So I've been, try- I've been trying to stay away from it, but, you know, it's just like you said, you, you kind of get lost into the the emotion of the tragedy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know, I don't know if it, and we can, and I'll just say this and then and, and let, George, let George get it in, but I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. It's like a selfishness. Like it's the, it's like you, you, you wanna be a part of you know what I'm saying? Like you don't wanna you wanna be a part of like this collective mourning like we talked about, but is it it, it it's kinda selfish because it's like a real family dealing with it. You know what yeah, I mean? like yeah. We, yeah, we we it, it's fucking with us, yeah, but um See, see,
0: yeah, see I think I see I think that's what my uh too. Go ahead. Lee. See, see I thought like that's what my perspective come in, is a little different, man, because I know like literally The day that Kobe Bryant died was literally the day that me and my wife was getting back into Norman from being at our nephew's funeral. You know what I'm saying? And at my nephew's funeral, his mama wasn't able to attend his funeral because she locked up. You know what I'm saying? So shit, a part of me was just kind of thinking, like, making a kind of a, a compare and contrast kind of like, damn. Even, you know what I'm saying, shit. Uh, 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 Vanessa going to be able to attend Gianna's funeral. Freesha wasn't able to attend KJ funeral. Mm-hmm. You
2: know
0: what I'm saying? So it was just, I feel like it was just a different way that I took it in. And I feel like the only thing I was kind of lost in the sauce of is being a social media personality and a social media influencer and trying to have my own spin or my own refreshing way of being able to cover the news different from everybody else and before everybody else a little bit of both, you know what I'm saying? So that's the only way I found myself kind of, I feel like being invested into the trauma porn, as you put it. Mm -hmm. But I definitely was struggling and negotiating both of those, both of these things while I was talking about everything that was going on with Kobe Bryant. Because my family still been de- dealing with the trauma of my nephew's murder since he got murdered on January 17th. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, I think that's the day you feel? Me? Mm-hmm. So she is, you know, uh, yeah, go ahead. Is, how many? No, no, I, I, I
1: know. Cause, uh, we, we was actually already on the same way, same way. So
2: well, no, my question is still kind of with kind of the images that we see and the things that we, seeing that we come to expect on social media another crazy part of this trauma porn angle that i was getting into is how the public was demanding statements from certain people like where's vanessa's statement at while lebron and, and, and less so vanessa people are like i can't wait to see what she says i hope she's okay they just really wanted to know a lot about how she was dis- yeah. you could tell yeah. just wanted to see that morning which was also weird but then like people like lebron you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the footage of him getting off the plane and breaking down as soon as he got off on top of, like, these demands. Like, oh, LeBron ain't real. Where's his statement at? why, And it's just like, these are real people dealing in real yeah. time. Oh, you shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: So- see, I think that's what Nate Merce comment getting in, got into. Like, it's the reason why we have 24-hour news cycles. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, what you getting into, Toy, I think that's that's, that's literally, like, we feel entitled and- to knowing how other people are dealing with shit.
2: But it's psychological, man. That's, I think, the thing that's crazy is, like, things like 24-hour news cycles is what has created, you know, our, you know, the infrastructure of our minds and our thoughts to kind of be on the hunt for something juicy and something interesting. But not just that, something violent and sad. Something that we take in, image after image. That's, I mean, we was talking about earlier, you know, watching black people die at the hands of the police or just wild-ass white people and not being able to look no more. Like, and it's it's crazy because it's one or the other. Either you overinvested in it or you get desensitized from it. So it's like you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. You know what I'm saying? I felt like it was so many images of, you know, black death around me. At one point, back to back, I started being overly depressed about it. And I won't say overly depressed, but legitimately depressed about it. And then I, I was like, I'm not looking. I won't watch. I won't read it, whatever. And then now I got desensitized to it. In some ways, I will have to admit. You know what I'm saying? Like, again. How can I? How dare I be surprised? And I started to turn off the emotional, sentimental components of all of these things that happen on a regular basis. It's the only way they cope with it.
1: You know, I felt like um, there's a and Nate talk is talking about this in the chat. He's he, when he talks about this entitlement, I think uh, social media and and just all around media because I think social media is the new twenty four hour news. I think twenty four hour news was an evolution. I love
2: Twitter because it don't stop.
1: Yeah, it's like twenty-four hour news was an evolution. The next evolution was to the internet, and now the internet evolved into social media, and uh, it it gives us a unhealthy accessibility to people. That's where that entitlement comes from—the accessibility of it, like the fact that we can get statements at you know all we got to do is hop on Twitter and we can hear from you know exactly what they got to say, and, or, or the fact that we want to know what they're gonna say on Twitter. I mean. When Vanessa Bryant posted her first um, Instagram, like the, the yeah, there were like entire million likes, and were t- entire articles about the fact that she posted Inst- about her first post and what it meant, and dissecting it, and, and all of this other shit. So it's 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 an unhealthy um, accessibility that we had, uh, and that that we indulge in. That I feel like it's like yo niggas need to move away from that shit for real. I
2: okay. mean. Jacoby and Akeem say some st- things that I want to kind of suture you together. By the way, shout out another shot homeboy, Rasheed Foster. Shout out to Rashid in there and dropping in the comments. Yeah, shout,
1: out home.
0: Home. shout out to the
2: homies. But D'Kobe says nobody wants to get it right. People just want to get it fast. And it, Akeem, ahead of that, even though I'm flipping the order, um, is like people su- posting a supposed video of the helicopter crash. Society has a major issue. And that's what kind of got crazy for me. Like, I didn't want to see. It wasn't even the video of the helicopter cra- crash that a lot of people floating around. You can listen to the video and look at the video and tell it was in America, but <laughs> to fill this hole in, yeah. you know, literally just, just like slow down. We so busy just trying to satisfy a piece of our desire to fill in the blanks of the narrative, which of course you want to, but you can't beat the family. You can't beat the actual investigation. You realize this has just happened. yeah. But, you know, so stuff starts circulating, This is, of course, we got to talk about Rick Fox being declared dead. I fell for it for a second. Uh, was and, the, and the, was Vanessa on there? Let's do the math. Was Kobe flying the helicopter? Because if, if the pilot and I'm just, you know,
1: <laughs> going
2: crazy yeah. over. I won't say something I shouldn't go crazy about because if I've learned one thing about this, and I think a lot of people like figured this out, this stung people because it makes them think about not only their own mortality but other deaths that they've suffered. People mm-hmm. die quick all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it reminds you the sting of that doesn't go away, the fear of it, of how quick it can happen to you. Yeah, it happened to Kobe and Vanessa, but it could, I, could, I promise you, I could have heard this story on the news and still my heart would have stopped and dropped for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, golly, you just don't know. They said this man missed the top, the clearing, this uh, the the what it, the mountain range he was trying to get over by twenty or thirty feet. People dropped that.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, wish to a hel- which to a helicopter ain't nothing.
2: People jump that. Do you yeah. know? It, and just it just all went downhill from there. So, you know, I think about stuff like that. And it's
1: man, I thought
0: about seeing something today. They said that, that I don't know if it's real or not, but it was like they said when the police recovered the body, that, that it was like Kobe Bryant's body was covering his daughter's, like was holding his daughter's. Still... That shit, yeah, we still, and that shit just messed me up. Like, damn.
2: I, yeah. I also heard other stuff that's just like it happened so fast, the possibly the likelihood that they were able to react. In an emotionally sentimental way was probably highly unlikely as well. Piece of metal going and, to and too,
0: I know that's like you got you gotta acknowledge that because to me, to me, social media has become such a currency in itself that people will do sometimes unethical things to be able to produce or to be able to gain social media currency, like lying. Uh, like, uh,
1: TMZ is the the biggest culprit. I mean. The fact that the Bryant family had to find out from TMZ
2: that Kobe and and, and, uh, Gianna Gianna was dead. But That's the TMZ's fault, though. You know what TMZ do? They receive news and report it. it yeah, is- they should have gave that to the police. Now, the, yeah. the police, nah, no, police, not, not police, police fucked that up. The police, poli- fire department, yeah. paramedics, people like that is who's leaking off this information. Not my. Yeah. Oh, up. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, you're,
0: you're right. right you're you're right. right. Hey, hey, N2, hey, 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 when I so read, first, when I read LAPD, yeah, time. I fight. It, TMZ still won, but when I read LAPD's response, LAPD response was like, uh, we were trying to figure out how to tell it.
2: Like, But if, regardless of whether or not that's I think that's weird and like stupid. This is y'all's job. You tell people that they've lost somebody important all the time. But my thing is, we can be mad at TMZ. But two things. One, they received information and shared it. They're a news source. They're going to do that. And if you look at all the crazy ass reports, they wanted the nigga from ABC's job because he the one who said everybody was on the thing. And that Rick Fox was on it, this, that, and the other. ABC got it wrong, CNN got it wrong, NBC yeah. got it wrong. The only people who actually had factual, accurate reporting throughout this entire endeavor was TMZ. So throw them away if you want to. But they are demonstrating themselves as reputable characters in a lot of this, and they was the first ones to break on Whitney. Yeah. Whitney the first ones yeah. break. These niggas is out here because messy. Okay. It's not fault. Think about how messy is it for the police to call TMZ before they call ABC or hey, call somebody is, else or do that's the mess. They, just
1: because just because all they do is facilitate mess, don't take away from their mess. <laughs> all right, I mean, I just think that again, that's that, that's the, It's the accessibility, like because oh, because it's Kobe, everybody deserves to know before the family. It's like true. back in the day, it was like the news held on to the information, and the police would give a public statement. And they be like, it's you know, and, and from that public statement, does the world find out? I mean, TMZ wants to TMZ want them them blasts. They want them uh, them, them visits and clicks. So they just throw anything out there, and it's like you know,
2: beat writers, the people sending out the tweets with the wrong information, want them retweets, and they want them likes, and they want to be the first. Yeah. Most of they all of them, every everybody. Yeah. Same thing. That's the nature of media. The information has to come from somewhere. They don't get the benefit because they're the media of making up stories. They don't get the benefit of being like, "I want to talk about something hot today." What situation can I create and get motherfuckers talking? No, they have to wait for real shit to happen for people to give them <laughs> enough detail to tell everybody else about man. it. The
0: story. Man, y'all love here, yeah. man. Y'all got me in my head about cancel culture right now. My mind is blown. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. What? What? My mind yeah, is so
0: right now. Like, what man, It's like. In the big picture, I feel like I don't believe in cancer culture, but I don't fuck with R. Kelly that much, like, at all. Like I listen to music. <laughs> But listen at the same time, too, though, I listen to, like, Aaliyah's greatest hits, and it's like, shit, R. Kelly wrote a lot of those songs, you know what I'm saying? But it's getting at my homie Akeem, you know what I'm saying? It's coming, it's like, damn. But if you're going to try to be like, you know, fuck with, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, R. Kelly like that, it's like, you know how many, you know how many po' black folks that he was able to, I guess, put on or help? So it's like shit. So you don't listen to none of the music he 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 wrote. Gang you know what's music that our
1: Kelly didn't wrote. And you know what? And 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 keep keep it on keep on topics because this nigga's mind's blown. He didn't. He got left back three conversations ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, man, I, hear, I, I hear what y'all are saying, man. But like, culture, like, damn. The, the criticism of cancel culture is that it is just all uh, a particular form of uh, trauma porn. Because of, of of how it engages in um, the the uh, what 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 was the, what was the term he was using um, how it takes advantage of particular situations in order for in, in order for like these conversations to branch off like how we how we spend so much time talking about the accuser and condemning the accuser but not doing enough to actually you know focus and stop what's actually happening like the shit that's actually going on. Not doing enough to actually make it easier for victims, but, we, but the conversations is, you know, taking place only in the context of like famous people or, you know, what I'm saying like that type of shit. shit. niggas is canceling R. Kelly, but ain't canceling their uncles and cousins. <laughs> that ain't doing. you know, I mean? you know and so that that's also I feel like that's also part of that disaster porn because you like what's the purpose of porn? I don't know, but what I've heard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I've heard is that you know it you 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 get off. You know what I mean? Like so you, you do this like and it's a it's an ego thing. Like you know, it, it's it's kind of like when, when we used to be able to be like when we first started reading about black shit, we was like, oh shit, we can point shit out. You feel me? Like it was a it was something that we got out of that. You know what I mean, like we just like look racism. See the white man. Yeah, remember that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. so yeah,
2: it's it's it's, it's
1: all it's, it's all about like that kind of self fulfilling. <laughs> it's
2: looking like he's about to tap, and I'm getting a little weary too. So I'm gonna go ahead and slow up the conversation, uh, but uh, by referring to Nate comment and Terrell's comment. And then we can just call it good here. Nate says, and I'm sure he being Vanessa had, she felt like she had a responsibility to post something for us before she could even bury her own husband and daughter. She starts off the statement saying, I don't even know, you know, like I'm, I don't know what to say. Like I'm in total disbelief and shock. And I think it is pretty sad, right? That because of the nature But I also thought about it like this too. You know, she's a part of our generation, right? Like, I mean, she's, I mean, technically Kobe's a little bit older than us, but we are a part of the generation. And sometimes I feel like too, we've learned to share moments, good, bad, right, wrong, big, small, indifferent on social media. That has become our language of mourning and grieving as well. And so I kind of wonder if, you know, she was kind of in a place of flux where it's like, part of it is like, I don't want to capitulate to this public that is like forcing me to write a comment or statement before I'm ready. But also the way that us as a society mourns now is we post our loved ones. We have big bold statements about our lives and the things they meant to us. And that's how we start working through stuff. So I think both could potentially be possible. And
0: everybody does it, whether you're a celebrity or you're not a celebrity. Shit, right. I was making grand posts about my nephew, and I know for a fact everybody knows who my nephew is.
2: It's like you kinda it's 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 wild. It's it's crazy how many big moments happen in our life that don't feel like they complete until you let the world know on whatever your favorite meeting You know what I'm saying? Like it Dang. ain't done until I go ahead and press post and
0: Hey, when my nephew died, one of one of one of one of the family members was like, I his death does not seem real until I was making this post, and mm. they said that in a Facebook post. Like his death did not feel real until I was making this post, and I realized
2: how we've come to Copenhagen?
0: He is gone.
1: Yeah, and you know what? And I also think it's you know it's a double edged sword. I mean, um, and then I and then I let, give it back to you and say she could put the you know she puts those beautiful bows on things. Uh, it it allows us to be able to converse. Like what a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, to tell a lot of people something that we wouldn't typically be able to, like you know that shit that just would sit and eat at you. you know what I'm saying, like you let, I mean, and this is kind of like the sadistic part of like, because then you know it's the, the the people reaching out and touching and kind of create creates that um, that pornographic scene, if you will, if we're going with the uh, the analogy. Um, but it's it's something that that people get from that. You know what I'm saying? Like to know that other people know what they're feeling at the moment, uh, and and other people being able to say something instantly to, yeah. to kind of give that instant, like yo, I, I can't call you. I don't even have your number. I probably can't text you, but I see yeah. that you're going through, and I hope that my comment, you know what I'm saying, is is able to ease that. And so I think it's a, it's a double edged sword. Like we can definitely tear it down and and and, and rip up like the, how social media handles that type of stuff. But the accessibility that we get to each other in times of need is probably something that we shouldn't be um, undervalued.
0: Agreed. 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 Uh, Shout out to my TikTok family, man. Shout shout out to my TikTok family.
2: For sure. Terrell says, I'm wondering if there's a difference between trauma and vulnerability. I was very touched by Shaq's response and his account of processing that's different from the consumption of raw emotion and pain. Um, I think when we talk about trauma porn. There is a fine line between that and Public Black Morning. And I think we've talked about Public Black Morning, too, when we talked about, um not Angela Davis, but who was it? No. who? Which one of our authors?
0: Tony Morrison. My age? Tony Morrison. Tony, Tony, Morrison.
2: Tony Morrison passed away. And we kind of just talked about collectively how many people were kind of rallying exactly. on it. And I think there are some, some differences and separations that are important to see between taking in. And watching the clip for the 98,000th time of them passing away, or watching you know stuff over and over that is demonstrative of the tragedy or trauma, man. So, and just watching people reflect fondly and think back on memories and love on folk, which is where we should be. You know what I'm saying? Like in a constant place. I ain't
0: got time for it, man. So I ain't got time for it. It's supposed to be footage of my nephew fighting his own blood with the dudes that robbed them. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas so conditioned to pull out Snapchat during sensational moments. I I, ain't, I don't even want to see it. I ain't got time to see it. Like, yeah. it, if it's slow, I don't want to see that shit. I don't yeah. want to see my nephew last moments fighting in his own blood with gunshot wounds because I don't want to see that. You feel me? But I recognize that there are some people that really have a desire to really embellish in porn, trauma porn to be specific, that way where they really get something out of it. And it's just, I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to see it.
2: Well, I'll leave it with this. You know, I think in order to protect yourself emotionally, psychologically, mentally, you know, as we are surrounded by trauma, um, you know, be careful what you allow yourself to take in, but don't be scared to let yourself feel. I think we learned that from the black men who decided to to collectivize and mourn and feel things. I think we learned that from a public and a society that is, you know, just working with it how they can feel it, you know what I'm saying? But but don't go to that 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 real twisty, windy, dark path of a rabbit hole that we can go down when we're surrounded by these types of images. You're only going to hurt yourself in the end or prolong the morning where you never get to the celebration part. Uh, can you had a shout out for Lee um, in the comment? Uh says, sorry for your loss, George. So definitely, you know, uh, shoot,
0: the- I can't I- 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 I see any comments right in My computer going crazy.
2: Yes, all good. One that makes sure we acknowledge that love being shared. We got love on each other more. So, little stuff like that goes a long way. Uh, shoot, that's the that on that with the social chop. I think Kobe Bryant is an amazing man. I think Gianna Bryant was an amazing young lady. Um, I'm sad that they've left Hey,
0: shout out to the other victims too, man. The yep. other families are the victims as well. Shit.
2: A bunch of them from Orange County from right down here in this way. I don't even know Kobe lived down mm-hmm. here in Orange County either. So it was all mind blowing to the, to discover. But I just knew I was gonna run
1: into
2: that nigga. Yeah, I'm just I like bro, oh, I was
1: gonna
2: run into that like, nigga. Yeah. In. I'm just like nigga, things I need to know yeah. before before it's all said and done. But that just means we get to celebrate, you know what I'm saying? Just being in a place in the space to share the spirit of Kobe Bryant, um, and have, of you know the people he's touched. Hey, we love y'all. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I love the three niggas or the two niggas. I love the three niggas I'm looking at. I'm looking at myself too. So I love about <laughs> Right. You about
1: Right, right, right.
0: Hey, you know, and in closing, up. man, right. listen, shout out to my nigga Nipsey Hustle, RIP to Nip. You feel me? It's all about trying to build generational wealth. I think Kobe Bryant left behind assets worth over $2 billion before his tragic death. Over $2 billion. Better
2: than good. I mean, yeah, and I, yeah. I a lot of that is going to go toward, toward changing a lot of different lives, not just the lives of his immediate family. But, yeah. we love y'all in the comments. We love y'all in the views. It's been a beautiful show. I just, I'm just like this Kobe
0: comment. Hey, yeah. this Kobe, this Kobe tattoo right here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why you do
1: my man like that, man? <laughs> Why, bro? Why? Ain't right, but anyway, yo, it's been real. Hey, R.I.P. to the goat. Yes, Chris, I said R.I.P. Rest in peace, rest in power. Rest in power, baby. Um, to the greatest basketball player of all time, the only NBA player with a ideology that's rampant. I say this: Kobe is the only nigga that after another nigga hit a game-clinching shot in the finals of the NBA, when they asked him how he was able to hit that shot, Kyrie Irving referenced the Mamba mentality. It's an ideology. You feel me? And if you know, you know.
2: Different animals, same bees, baby.
1: You know what I mean? If you know, you know.
2: On that but, note. Yeah. We out of here.
1: Yo, and this is it's
0: the up. top up. Shout out to everybody in Bryan, Texas, man. <laughs>